0: the comment section is back uh friday july 31st and we are in day two of the nba restart we're a week into the mlb restart and nfl training camps have begun a ton of sports news broke this week uh i have no idea how we're going to get through everything we want to get through, but uh, we're going to do it because we're awesome at this. I think (laughs) we're getting (laughs) there. We're getting there. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll lead with the NBA restart last night. Uh, You know, I thought the production value of it looked great. I I know we had talked about how they were going to kind of decipher who the home teams were going to be. So that was interesting to see Uh, the fans on the virtual computer board. I thought that was awesome. Uh you know, for not having any type of fan interaction. I think that's, you know, the next best thing you're gonna get. And I don't know how they chose the fans that they were putting on the board, but they I think the NBA had everything right from the inception of this bubble idea to the implementation and now to the actual games going on. It seems like they are the most well-equipped league to finish a season. And I would say probably the NHL as well. The NHL exhibition game started uh, earlier this week. The qualifiers start tomorrow for the Stanley Cup. You know, we got the two hub cities, which mitigates a lot of the risk that MLBs face. And so I think the NBA and the NHL have done a lot right. Now it's just a matter of seeing it through to the finish line and hopefully crowning champions in those two sports uh, so what do you think about the the gameplay as, as well as all the aesthetic stuff that I just mentioned? So I, I enjoyed
1: the games. Um, I didn't tune in to the Pelicans until the, some point in the fourth quarter, but it just felt amazing. It almost felt like playoff basketball is already here. Um, I don't know. It's, it's kind of tough because – to, to gauge how well they played shooting-wise, I think there was a, a way too many turnovers. So it's I mean, it's easier to come back after this break and play defense as opposed to, hey, go make that shot. Hey, drive by that guy. Hey, make these perfect passes like you used to do. So yeah. it's going to be getting into a rhythm, and it was smarter than the NBA to do these eight quote-unquote – regular season games, even though they're more so for most of the teams or majority of the teams, they're um, preseason. And for a few of the other team, remaining teams are trying to get into the playoffs. So the Pelicans missed their opportunity and probably won't make the playoffs because they only gave Zion 15 minutes of play. Now, some analysts were talking about, his plus minus being so bad (laughs) that he's just giving up buckets, but at the same time he's scoring them. So what are your thoughts on Zion only getting 15 minutes and they were hyping him up. And the only reason why they expanded to 22 teams is to get him in the playoffs.
0: Well, it's no surprise that he's kind of been handled with kid gloves, like the whole season prior to the, the stoppage. Uh, when he was coming back from his injury, they were only playing him in maybe five to six minute bursts, if that, when he came back originally. So it didn't surprise me that they were managing his minutes because I think they want to try to put a good effort forward, but they don't want to risk their future with him in the the bubble. So they'll take – you know the the team out there and they'll do their best they'll they'll obviously try to win the games but it, i think for new orleans it's not a big loss if they don't qualify for the playoffs i am surprised that with all this time off he didn't i guess really push to say hey don't play me in these you know three four minute bursts like i need to be out there like a regular starter i don't know if it's a conditioning mm-hmm. thing it seems like you know he's in pretty good shape i mean i wouldn't want to guard him so that's that's Yeah, i want to throw that out there <laughs> i'm i'm in no way criticizing his play if he stays healthy he's going to be a great player but uh with the layoff and everything that they had it does kind of make sense during the exhibition to ease in but once the regular games start and you're trying to fight for the eighth spot mm-hmm. in the playoffs it's I don't think he played in any of the exhibition games because
1: he had the personal family stuff.
0: Oh, right. That's right. I completely forgot about that. That makes a lot more sense. So uh, I, I, that, that kind of pulls it all together then. Yeah. I totally but at the same time, it's that. like, well, what's,
1: what's the point? Your point is to make the
0: playoffs no matter mm-hmm. what.
1: And right. he, he's not dealing with some crazy injury. Um, he's not Greg Oden. If it was right. Greg Oden, it'd be like, okay, he's that dude in because he might only play.
0: 80 games his whole career. Right, so. exactly. Yeah, I see that side of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if you're trying to make the AC and you play the Lakers in the first round, you're obviously going to want him on the floor. But realistically, your chance of beating them in the first round isn't going to be great. So, I, I don't know. I would I would be hard-pressed to, to see him not have his minutes increased in the next couple of games because i think they only have maybe two weeks and then the playoffs start they finish the next seven games on their regular season schedule and then they're by by the time the playoffs roll around if they are in contention for the eighth or the the ninth and they do the play in i could see him kind of being off that but uh obviously you know you're talking about zion his rookie year but now you take a look at the flip side and you see how lebron came out and played didn't have the best game as far as scoring, but he did all the other LeBron things as far as rebounding, playmaking. Uh, yeah, I think. Assists. Uh, Assists, yeah. So all of his teammates, I mean, Davis had a had a great game. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else was on fire last night. I think Kuzma had a great game from, from when yeah, I Yeah, he Yeah, he was doing pretty good. So, I mean, that team showed no signs of any rust. And. You know, LeBron had the late game-winning layup off of his miss. I was surprised that the the Clippers didn't uh, really seem to have much of, uh, not an interest in that game, but it looked like they were just kind of playing and just kind of, I guess, trying to see how the first game went and kind of take everything in and then kind of go from there. It didn't seem to me that they put too much stock in, in winning the game. So I know today was the... There was a slate full of games. I was actually watching some of the Phoenix Washington game. Just, it was on the league pass and I have the subscription to it. So they just resumed it today, (laughs) which was awesome. And yeah, they were just, I mean, these two teams could possibly be in the playoffs, but they don't seem like teams, you know, five months ago when the regular season was going on, that should have even been in consideration for it. And it is kind of exciting to have those teams on like one last push to try to get in. So I was very uh, pleased with the NBA's return. It was, like, nice to have some normalcy back. And uh, I look forward to the next couple of weeks and then the playoff run and, and seeing how that all shakes out. Yeah, I seemed um, Paul George was one of the only Clippers that actually cared a lot, you know. I got that feeling, too. I, didn't, I don't want to say Kawhi was going through the motions because he looks like that and he's – you know, scoring thirty-five points a game, and he can do that in his sleep. Uh, but like I said, it's probably just a matter of, all right, let's take the first game, let's take it all in, let's see what this atmosphere is going to be like, and then adjust as we go mm-hmm. on. And they, like I said, they probably didn't put too much emphasis on winning that first game, but the Lakers, I feel like, needed to send a message to the rest of the the league that, you know, we've had five months off, we're still going to be the team that you have to beat, especially with if LeBron plays the way we know he's capable of. Right. So it's, uh, it's interesting though, how they, like I said before, got all of the ideas on the table, planned them out and executed them the way that they did compared to MLB's week from hell that they had starting on Monday when the Marlins uh, released all the positive results from their, Team, Columbus, it was fourteen. Yeah. yeah, it was fourteen. And then by the time uh, we got to Thursday, it was eighteen players on the Marlins. So it had this domino effect where the Phillies had to get tested, and I don't know how many people from the Phillies got diagnosed. Zero positive. So zero. zero players, right?
1: So um, zero players, zero staff. As far as Philly staff, and I guess there was like one or two visitor staff. Now, it, I, I couldn't tell if it was like visitor staff that the Phillies, you know, that they're Phillies' own people, that, you know, they're designated always cleaning the, the visitors, you know, facility mm-hmm. or part, their rooms and stuff in the dugout, or if it was the Marlins' own staff. Right. But I, either way, none of the actual Phillies team or staff has Corona. And it's, it's, I mean, it's pretty upsetting for me as a fan. I'm watching everybody else play. And at first it was like, okay, this is Corona. This is going to happen. What what is the MLB doing? Like we were supposed to play the Yankees. Why couldn't we go to the Yankee stadium and play then? Mm -hmm. You know, the first two days, it's like, okay, we both, we have to test. So we, we did all the testing. New York is a two hour drive. We could have played the third game. Right Or that third day. We could have played Wednesday up in New York. It's not like there's no arguing over – because a lot of times these teams are like – especially when Jacksonville Jaguars go and play overseas, that's quote-unquote their home game, and then they have to share the the revenue of the tickets and all that. And memorabilia. But there's no fans. So this should have been an easy like, okay, we'll play this one game up in New York – and see what happens. And they moved the Yankees down to Baltimore. So they got to play, and the Marlins just sabotaged this.
0: Yeah, I I am of the opinion that MLB did not really bank on having a season. So when they really pushed the player's hand – maybe at the end of June, it was when the commissioner was saying, there's not going to be baseball if the players don't agree to all these conditions and everything. And the players were like, we'll play. You just got to tell us when, yeah, that was kind of, I want to say a little bit on the players because yeah, you'll play, but also you need safety protocols in place. You need testing protocols in place. It's obviously clear that what happened was this wasn't discussed when they were going through the whole MLB restart plan of if a team catches an outbreak, what is going to happen to the team yep. they played? What, the day what is it? What's yeah, going to happen? In the t- right. That clearly wasn't discussed because they were running around like a fire drill was happening all week in the MLB world. And today, the the Cardinals had a an issue. I don't know how many players on the Cardinals or staff on the Cardinals uh, tested positive. I don't know that that's been confirmed. I. I think it has been, but we're one more outbreak away from, I think the season just being shut down because the Phillies have lost how many games uh, they lost every, every since Sunday, they haven't played since Sunday, It's right. a week's worth of games. How are you going to make that up? And the season is ending on. Oh, Oh, on oh September so 30th. that's another thing.
1: So they, they missed the three games with the Yankees. So then yesterday would just been their day off for the week. Because, you know, the MLB, they switched their – either have Monday off or you have Thursday off. Mm -hmm. So, then they got – this weekend, they're supposed to play Toronto. That whole series got canceled too. So, there are – we've only played three games and everybody else has played, what, six, seven games, something like that.
0: Yeah, about that. It's Uh, just real frustrating. Yeah, I'm looking at a a tweet right now that says that – 20% 20% of the league is not playing tonight. So it's the Nationals, the Marlins, the Blue Jays, the Phillies, the Brewers, and the Cardinals. Proper planning how, could have how did, prevented this. How did the Nationals get involved? Did they pop positive? I think they might have been playing the Marlins. That that must be it. Yeah, it's because it's based on – yeah, the way it's listed. Oh, they were gonna
1: play them on. Yeah,
0: so okay. yeah, so the teams who don't have positive tests, they're just sitting okay. there like, all right, well now we got off to this three-game season, and now we got to sit around for another however many days it is. Right. Uh, it, it just shows these the one side of it with the NBA and how meticulous they were with the details of everything, and MLB just kind of knowing it was last minute and they had to get something in, and as a fan of. Both, it's frustrating because why wouldn't you just take the model that the NBA had if you're MLB and the the MLB Players Union I think had a hand in this and they can't be held you know innocent here but they suggested the bubble cities of Arizona or the bubble areas of Arizona and Florida for MLB way early and I want to say uh-huh. maybe May or June uh-huh. and that wasn't even considered. For whatever reason, I have no idea, but you can't tell me that you couldn't have found a way to make that work. You know, there's tons of baseball parks, let's say, complexes on college campuses in Florida and Arizona. I'm sure the colleges would have loved to have MLB's money. So here's one thing is that
1: Florida has been blowing up COVID cases ever since – they started opening up. I think it was like two weeks after they opened up it it just got crazy. And the governor down here is just, he's just insane. He's just like, ah, don't worry about masks. We're just going to open up, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then now, I mean, it's been skyrocketing ever since it's never flattened after it was already flattened. Right. I mean, like, it was like, okay, we think we're good. And then instead of just opening up a little bit, or even all the way, but mandating the masks, it's its gotten crazy. So imagine if all the players were down here, because at least in the actual bubble for the NBA, that's like one location, one area. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think there's another place like that um, that has that many – baseball opportunities because a basketball court, you just need a a convention center, a couple convention centers that you can convert, which obviously they've Disney has done Mm -hmm. because they they have multiple games on at the same time, or, you know, they had the Pelicans playing and the Lakers court was already set up somewhere else. Right. So I don't know how they would have been able to do that in the MLB.
0: Yeah. It would have been tough, but I I think they could have come to some type of, Agreement. Even if it was, let's say that the National League West teams all play in Arizona, or you know, they all uh-huh. play in LA, or you the NL East teams all play in New York, and the uh-huh. NL Central teams all play in one area. You could have done something like that too. So having and this is what really concerns me for the NFL season is that the NFL season is probably going to be very similar. To the way MLB is set up, every game yes, is going to be at, at that. So uh, I would, but I, I think the NFL is probably every ten minutes, probably coming up with ideas to to handle this as it goes through the season. And I, you know, for all the criticisms that people give the NFL and uh, leadership and Goodell, they probably will have a plan to combat this that no matter what, every Sunday at 1 o'clock, we're going to have a full slate of games. And I think – Well, the thing that's also different is because they can wait a week.
1: It's a lot easier for the NFL to go – you know, the Giants went over to the Chiefs and we could just switch the Chiefs game because you guys, you know, pop positive for Corona. Mm -hmm. And we shut down the visitors section and that gives it – roughly two weeks before the next visitor team comes in so that they can have it all cleaned and disinfected and just sitting there and not being touched. Mm-hmm. And you can have, you know, like I said, the chiefs, the next game they play, if it was going to be home, they could just go across to the other team because we're not having the um, fans for most of these. Actually a, a decent amount of teams have already said like, Hey, we're not going to do fans. But I think as this MLB keeps growing and once the NFL starts, once a few people start trickling in some Corona, they're going to be like, okay, no, no one's going to have fans.
0: I think the we talked about this. The Cowboys would probably be the only place that could have fans, but I think they even came out with something this week, kind of starting to lay the groundwork for not having anybody there so like i said i i know the like you said the week to week thing in the nfl is a lot easier because you're not missing actual competitive games so if even if a guy you know they do the tests and all of them come back negative then you could probably still have the game do you lose some practice time maybe a day or two but well, you Mondays,
1: know. you don't practice anyway.
0: Right. So, yeah, Monday you don't, and then Saturday. It would is only the, screw um, the Monday night teams. Right. So, I mean, I, I would probably venture to guess that the NFL has, I would say, plan A through plan double Z. In a net, like, you know how the NFL works. They are meticulous like that, and I'm sure they've thought of every uh, outcome that could come up from this. But I will say there are a lot of guys that have opted out of the NFL season that I was kind of taken by surprise at the amount of uh, players that came out this week. I know for the Eagles, uh, Goodwin opted out.
1: That's not uh, that's not a major blow. I mean, it sucks that we just traded um, for him and got rid of some draft picks. So it's like that was a waste. But at the same time, I don't know what what round it was. It was it was pretty low. So
0: yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Is he? That's like, not real hurtful. <laughs> he's not a key. Um, no, he's uh, he he wasn't that office.
1: that huge of a um, difference maker in San Fran last year. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you'd have to go back a couple of years because I was like, Marquise Goodwin sounds familiar. You know, obviously he's the Forty ers I just don't mm-hmm. remember any of his highlights recently, but. Right. Lane Johnson did test positive. So that sucks, but we'll see how long, I mean, we're still over a month away from games, So yeah,
0: he should be okay. And for the giants, Nate Soler, the left tackle, he decided to opt out as well this week. And <coughs> he had, um, well, his son has all his, those problems. Yeah, yeah. Which I didn't realize. Um, Well, that's why he went to
1: New York instead of just signing with New England because he needed that dough. Yeah. Because this kid has... He had uh, cancer, yeah. Yeah, he's got some crazy problems going
0: on, so he wanted to try to make as much money as he could. Yeah, I can't blame him for that. Jumping right into real games in the NFL, they've been saying for years that the preseason games are useless. Now we'll see if that really is the case or not. So the Rams a couple years ago when they did that Super Bowl run, they didn't start
1: a single starter in any of their preseason games. <clears throat> they, they literally sat all their starters. So it can be done. Yeah. Now, I, I agree for the most part that preseason games are worthless, but you also have those grind them out guys that need to make that the team that are going to make league minimum but can help your team. But you don't know that because they're not in – they're not doing in game, you know, moves and plays and stuff like that. You have a lot of guys, you have those guys that are really good in practice and when they get out of the game, they're just not performing. And you have guys that are pretty good in practice and pretty good in the games. Yeah. It's not better. So.
0: Yeah. And I mean, the preseason, you'll always have that, you know, diamond in the rough that makes their name in the preseason. And the shining example for me is, Victor Cruz in the 2010 preseason. He had a uh, 50 plus yard catch in the preseason game against the Jets. And everybody's like, oh, this kid, you know, he's got some speed. He's got some talent. And then he was cut. But then the next year, he was invited back to camp, had to, uh, he was, he made it to, on the team. He was the number three receiver and then had a great, season and made a name for himself in that second giant Super Bowl run. So I, I do feel bad that some of these guys won't get to play in, you know, a preseason atmosphere to kind of put their skills on display for a lot of people to see. Uh but you know injuries happen, I'm sure they'll have some type of chance. And now especially even with uh the coronavirus, somebody tests positive, maybe they'll bring uh you know, a practice squad guy or a guy on the roster for the preseason in. Because I know they're I expanding the they're, they're expanding the roster to 60 people, right? It's getting expanded, I don't know, by how many. Yeah, I, I know it's, it's getting expanded because it's usually 53. And with all the moving parts of the coronavirus and positive tests, I'm sure they had to account for that. Brady also lost his left tackle, opted out. But also, but then gained Shady McCoy. <laughs> Which five, six years ago would have been a hell of a quarterback yes. running back combination.
1: Yes, but then you have – last year, Shady took one snap in the playoffs. And yeah, it that, wasn't even a carry.
0: That was insane mm-hmm. to me. He was on the Chiefs, right? Yeah. So, I, I thought he would have for So,
1: gotten- for Andy, Andy Reid to not play him and Andy drafted him. Yeah. Andy loves him brought him over to KC, gave him a Super Bowl, essentially. <laughs> essentially, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that's cool for Shady, but then it's like, I don't really know what, what is he now. Yeah, what does like, he who, have left? Who, who is he? What, yeah, what does he have left? And because no one's answered why he didn't get more playing times. Was Damian Williams just so much better? And if he only got one snap, does that make him the third running back? So
0: it, it does seem that he might've just been put on there for depth purposes in the playoffs, but Damian Williams, I, you know, he was amazing. I mean, no, no starting running
1: back plays every snap. Right. So yeah. And then that, I, don't, that is, I don't know why shady couldn't have
0: gotten in there whenever Williams came out. Yeah. It does seem to be maybe it was type of a uh, pity signing for Andy Reid. And like you he said he well, no, no. Uh,
1: thought he was there for a couple of years.
0: I don't think he was just uh there. in KC, I, I don't know if he was I know he was in yeah. Buffalo after I think this Philly. Was his, I think this was his second year. Okay. Because he I got might, hurt and then Williams started playing. That's right. So I might be mistaken on it being a pity signing. <laughs> the uh so the Bucks offense now is Brady, Gronk, Evans. Who's the other wide receiver? Good one. Good Marquise Goodwin? No, that that's a good one. No, Chris, uh, Chris. Philly. Okay, and then uh, – Godwin?
1: Godwin. Goodwin. God. Now I'm confused uh, myself. But, yes, <laughs> uh,
0: O.J. O.J., yep. And now Shady. And is there? I don't even know if there's any other running back on that team. Uh, yeah,
1: they have another one. I can't remember his name. Yeah. I, I mean, don't it's it. hard to
0: remember a running back's
1: name when your quarterback throws 5,000 yards. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know – if, but it, it, on paper, that offense is probably going to be in a top five in most categories. But age is going to probably show with some of those guys. Gronk has taken a year off. He's going to be coming back. You know, he probably—I don't want to say he's lost a step because he's always kind of Well, We don't know anything. what he's got. We don't know we what we he's don't know got. What it is. Yeah. Maybe the year off recharges batteries and he's the Gronk yeah. from 2012. I mean, there's a lot of question marks about that Bucks offense, but that shady McCoy signing it, it was good from a standpoint of just, I think leadership and veteran presence in the locker room and maybe to give Brady another general, so to speak when he's out on the field, uh, so i I predict that the bucks will probably be uh eleven and five and probably a number one wild card if not the n f c south winner and that's just like i said taking it from the lineup that they have on paper
1: so Shady did only play one year with k c for some reason one. I thought he was it was two. Yeah, I, so he had lim- he had limited reps in eighteen, his last year with Buffalo, and then limited reps last year. Um, one hundred sixty-one in Buffalo and eighteen and one hundred one last year. Four touchdowns, but not even five hundred yards. So uh, and Dam- Damien took over. How's that?
0: Yeah, he was. I mean, the Lashawn McCoy era in Philly, from a Giants fan perspective. There has not been. I want to say besides Westbrook, Brian Westbrook is probably, and then maybe yeah. Deshaun. Maybe Deshaun. I, you know, what, I'll say Westbrook because he always killed the Giants. Deshaun had one iconic play against them, but aside from like those two guys, McCoy never was a guy that drove me so freaking nuts as a Giants fan because he was always a guy who consistently would break through the Giants defensive line. And I remember there was a – it was a Sunday afternoon game. I want to say maybe in his first or second year. And he just ran wild on them, like the first drive of the game. And I just remember so many plays where Justin Tuck had him in his – arms like wrapped up around the waist and McCoy just kept chugging broke the tackle and I'm like what the hell is this guy on (laughs) because I've never seen a running back like that for the Eagles specifically against the Giants like shred them like that like I don't know why he stands out to me as like the the most consistently frustrated Eagle to watch play because of what he did against your uh, team Now, Westbrook, on the other hand, was a total – I mean, yeah. Well, he was was, also doing punts and – Yeah, he was doing it all. He was doing – Maybe he'll
1: drop back and throw a pass. Yeah.
0: He he was – oh, man, those guys were headaches to watch. Like, if you started watching the Giants-Eagles game as a Giants fan and saw those guys involved early and often and they were just, you know, getting seven, eight yards at a clip, like you knew you were in for a long afternoon. But – Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see, like I said, what he does for Tampa. He could add, you know, a dimension to them that I think as far as for Brady's sake, you know, check downs and whatnot seems to be where he's going to fit in the most.
1: So I would say for me, it's tough because Tiki Barber would kill the Eagles, but he would also help us out with those fumbles for those oh, yeah. all those years until he learned how to actually hold the yeah. football. Yes. Um, it, obviously, Saquon is way better than Tiki. But my thing with Saquon is he can get – you can stop him almost all game. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then yeah. there's that one breakout play where he gets 80-yard touchdown mm-hmm. and you're like, crap. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's like, well, that was only one touchdown. Right.
0: You know, uh, he
1: gets a lot of like, all right, two yards here. You stopped him. Minus play, four yards, mm -hmm. two yards, eight yards, four yards,
0: one yard. And then all of a sudden, like a 60, 70 burger. Right. And as a defense, you'll live with that Mm -hmm. all day. Like he said, oh, yeah, for sure. Only six points. That is a frustrating thing for me to watch because when he gets the ball and runs into the line, he tries to do so much Mm -hmm. and the line just collapses on him. And I, I want to say that his college game might have been like that and probably worked at the college level, but now I know he was hurt last year. So I'm not going to hold last year against him. His first year, he didn't really seem to do much of that. But I do remember, like, watching his very first game and just being frustrated at the f- fact that he would, you know, run into uh, one part of the line, try to spin back and do something else, and guys right, were be right. beating already. So for him, you know, this year I hope to see, number one, the offensive line open up bigger gaps for him because that's what he needs. And if he hits those gaps in enough time, then those touchdowns Yeah, often. Yeah, you know, you know more what, could, often.
1: what it could be is that, they need to give him, like you said, a little bit more space because he's a bigger dude. I mean, he's yeah. huge. Those quads right. alone can't make it through <laughs> those gaps that they're giving him that they no. expect. Like, like Shady could go through those. Miles Sanders could go through those. I'm probably going to grind out a few more in those certain plays. But he's such a big dude. You have to have the uh, Adrian Peterson approach or the um, – now that I mean Derrick Henry's huge. Yeah. So the, the Giants need to focus and run Saquon similar to that, but also like do fakes and you're like, all right, play action and then throw it back to him because he can he can catch. Yeah. And then once he has that open field or just a little bit of field, you know, he can get make something happen.
0: So Yeah, that's actually I mean the Probably the only comparison you can make for Saquon in the league now is Derrick Henry because just of the size, mm-hmm. and God, if Saquon ever becomes to that Derrick Henry level that he was, Derrick Henry was last year. I mean, that would be a huge step up for him, and I uh, would be excited because you know, that would mean that the Giants are doing well. But I don't know. He's got, like I, I've said before, his his third year. You know, his contract, his rookie contract is going to be coming up in a couple of years. He's going to probably want an extension if he does well this year, which I think he needs to really prove. But we've talked about it before, the NFL teams have a lot of control over these, you know, pending free agents. So – Well, think- another thing too is is that you
1: can't really fault him if, if it's more so the O-line problem than not. You know what I mean? Or if – so the beginning of last year, you had the whole, you know, who's going to start as as quarterback. So now you have your definitive answer. You have your starter. He's going to be in there. But you haven't added talent in the wide receiver section. So if you had a little bit more wide receiver threat, then they're not going to, you know, crowd the box and and just – wait for him because I mean honestly like if this was a Madden game that's all I would do is just go all out on the run and if you beat me a few times to get on third downs then as long as I can hold you to a punt or field goal at the end of your drive then I'm good yeah so um, I mean you're, you're tight end uh, Ingram he's, he's good
0: yeah he's like just, he's got to uh, stay healthy he's always had injuries have plagued him since they drafted him And, you know, he's definitely got the talent to be a pro bowl tight end and be the leader of an offense. I don't want to say he's Gronk level, but he could probably be like, you know, how Gronk was or in the tier below that level where Kelsey is right now. And a guy like Kittle, like he could probably be, you know, right below them if he stays healthy. And then the the, the
1: Zach Ertz level.
0: Zach Ertz level as well, yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, can, you can try. You can try. <laughs> he, no, he's a great tight end, too. He's probably just, as a player, I would totally take him on the Giants any day because he's reliable. Uh, he makes big catches. Doesn't get hurt often. So Honestly, the only bad thing I could
1: say about Ertz, and I love him, is uh, his yak,
0: and he knows it.
1: <laughs> and he worked in the off season last year to get better yak, and mm-hmm. it didn't work. So he's got to go back to the drawing board with that. But I mean that that can also be design play, and maybe certain times if if went through it a little over, you know, led him a little bit more on a certain play or something. I mean, um, a lot of times you know we're going to throw it to him, so it's more of a stop this play. You don't stop it, but he didn't get yak, but we got the first down. So. I'd rather have, you know, reliability than some guy that's like, Oh, I get so much yak. And it's like, yeah, but we can't always count on that. Mm -hmm. But I think tight ends are definitely, um, underrated.
0: No, I agree with NFL. Yeah. And like I said, we've, we've uh, talked about that before where you, that's the position now is more involved than it has been in the last maybe 15 years. So for you guys to have, you know, an anchor there and even uh, Goddard, right? Yeah, boy. Yeah. So, I mean, you got two guys there that
1: We have probably, the best duo.
0: Yeah, definitely. But – No, I, it's – that you can do a lot with an offense when you have two guys like that. Uh, I mean, we saw what the Patriots did all those years ago with Gronk and he who should not be named. <laughs> um but <laughs> I mean, they, even that offense as well. Back in the early part of the 2010 decade was innovative. You never knew who was getting the ball, and even if you did know, you couldn't stop them. So right, right, right. Yeah, okay. I think
1: I think that's one thing Dallas uh, Goddard is learning to to be a little more. A little bit better at blocking, but also in his routes. That way we could sneak him out when you're going to like, oh, we really think Ertz is going to get this third down, and then he's end up blocking or does like a short little something to give Dallas like extra. Because you're going to put your number one uh, middle linebacker on Ertz, and then that Mm -hmm. leaves Goddard to the second or the third. And then even though he's a number two tight end slash like a 1B so he probably wins
0: that matchup every time
1: yeah just ask just ask the cowboys
0: <laughs> so i'm I'm looking at the uh n h l schedule, and they have five games tomorrow, which start the Stanley Cup qualifiers, mm-hmm. and then Sunday they have five more games, and your flyers will be playing. I would say probably more of a rival to them over the last 10 years than any team, the Boston Bruins. Mm. Uh, sun, Sunday. Penguins, at the, b- Besides man. the Penguins. Besides, <laughs> yeah. okay. but we, we beat them earlier this Out of state, day. out of state rival. Because <laughs> you can say, okay, yeah, Rangers and Devils and all that, but really the Bruins and the Flyers over the last five to 10 years have had some pretty epic playoff encounters. Uh, are, they, how, um,
1: are they changing the, the format for the playoffs?
0: I believe so. It, they have the qualifying round robins, which. Right. But
1: they're not going to stick to that new format where you pretty much play the same team every year. Like, oh, they, like the first yeah, round yeah, of the, past, you play yeah, the, yeah. the
0: team from your division. Yeah. Uh, so that I'm not sure me. of. Yeah. Uh, I'm I not hate sure. it. Uh, yeah. I, at first it was. Like, okay, you get to play the teams in your division in the playoffs because there's no guarantee that's going to happen every year. But now it's like – But then it was almost a guarantee stuff. you're playing. Yeah. So now you're playing all these – And then you
1: look you look at it, most of the matchups for both sides, east and west, are almost the same as they were the previous
0: year. Right. It's, it's, it's dumb. I hate right. it. Right. There's no seeding. You don't really know – like in the old days, when the – when the Los Angeles Kings won the first of their two Stanley Cups, they were an eight seed. So they had this mentality of we're the underdog. Nobody believes in us. So we're going to go out of here and use that to our advantage and beat. Yeah, that's weird. You don't have an <laughs> underdog. In I, this. Yeah, not really. I mean, you can look at a record and say, okay, this team was – five points ahead of this team in the regular season, but that really doesn't mean anything in hockey. Like the puck balances weird ways in the playoffs. So to that point, you know, I guess, I don't know how much you really have followed their whole mini off season since the NHL shut down. Uh, But do you have any type of, I guess, prediction for them or any outlook you think of what they're going to run into once they play all their qualifiers and just they make I, the I have no
1: idea. So the game they beat the the Penguins, they started they only gave up two goals. They started both of their goalies. I think they split time and both of them had like it was like each of them gave up one goal and each of them had I think one was eleven saves and one was thirteen. I think Elliot and Hart. Um, so it's it's interesting. I really don't know what to take of it.
0: What um, what cities are they playing in? I believe they are playing. The West Coast games are in Vancouver? Edmonton. Or yeah, okay. I'm sorry. And then the East is in. Can't be Toronto because Toronto's being a crybaby
1: about everything.
0: No, I don't think it is. It, you know what? I, it might be Toronto. If it's not, no, it's not Toronto because they, they won't let um, their
1: baseball team play
0: home is games it toronto? no it is toronto so toronto i think for the mlb didn't want american teams coming into the city whereas with the nhl i believe
1: oh, oh because the Amer- our american teams are already going to be in there and stay there <laughs> yeah as opposed to Every series that goes to Toronto is a they're new coming back. You know, yeah, every week there's a new team
0: bringing Corona over the. Yes, <laughs> correct. Okay. So, okay, I'm tracking. so that does make sense. Like when you say, okay, they yeah. Once you the, say it loud, yeah, yeah. Once you have all the teams from the East in Toronto for two weeks, and they're all good. So I believe that is what happened, and um, I don't know. It's hard for me to really put any gauge on the NHL season, just because when the season was shutting down, you know, I really wasn't in tune with who was the strong teams. I know Tampa was. Tampa was uh, coming up. The East powerhouse and uh, in the Western Conference. I mean, I have no idea who's even the top team. So the the first – one of the first games to be shut down was the
1: Flyers-Lightning, and both teams Mm -hmm. were pretty hot. And it would have been interesting for them to play that and then Corona stopped. but Yeah to just stop that ah, it's right there.
0: So, and and the Western Conference leaders right now are the uh, defending champion St. Louis Blues. So, I mean, it, this is kind of a crapshoot for all these teams. Man, it looks Blues. like yeah. I mean, every team, so in, ago. every team in the Central Division in the NHL was brought to Edmonton for the west coast qualifiers and that's that shows me that that division is probably the deepest one but the top three teams in there are st louis colorado and dallas And i just don't know anybody yeah that's the hard part is it's it's not really uh <laughs> i barely know my own team my own players yeah
1: <laughs> it's hard that's to follow hockey
0: yeah especially because when you were, like you said, when you were deployed, it was easier to follow because if that was on, you were going to watch it. But now it's like you're back in the States and it doesn't really. Right. Any, right. Right. Doesn't win the contest to, to spend your entertainment time. doing Right. With because
1: normally when, you know, March, April timeframe comes around. Well, even, even, even February, like, they're showing basketball games on certain days, and then like the next day, they're showing a bunch of hockey games. So when I'm at the gym or working out, I'll see some of the
0: games. But now that I'm home, it's just not, you know. Yeah, it's not uh, top of mind, but I, I, I venture, a guess to say that you'll probably take a look well, and see what they um, do. On I'll Sunday. have to look at the uh, NBC Sports app, and, yeah, and see what's up yeah the hockey thing it's hard to predict i just to make a uh prediction on it i'll say that maybe the the blues repeat just throwing out there why not all right so we're joined by my we will just call you wife to add a new segment to the comment section we're not going to do every single week this segment but once in a while to change it up and to make people laugh and take them by surprise we're going to play a game called is it a sports term or is it a sex term because for those of you that don't know my wife is not the biggest sports fan in the world so she puts up with a lot of nonsense what me watching a lot of sports and questioning things when she doesn't get it loves to go to a baseball game and see that in person and drink beers and tailgate, (laughs) um, but TV sports, not her thing. So ever since I, we kind of started this, this has kind of been something that we've talked about And Now that she's here, we're going to do the first of what I think will probably be many, uh, guest appearances by you. So I have a few sports terms on my phone. I don't know what you got over there. Oh, he's going to take a drink because he needs to.
2: (laughs) I feel like this is going to be so embarrassing because I really know nothing about sports.
0: Well, that's why we're turning this into, is it sports or sex? So I have a few. If you want to jump in, Will, and throw yours in, you can do that. But uh, I don't want to really make funny too much. I just want to see what your natural reaction is. Okay. So first one that I have... I think it's pretty simple, is onside kick.
2: I would hope that's a sports term because it got help whoever's in that sexual position. Right? Sports term?
0: You are correct.
2: Oh, thank God. Damn.
0: I thought it was pretty simple, but... This is you've been watching football with me for well, I was just the years. If it was the
2: other, that would just that doesn't sound really
0: that great. All right, all right. Well, you got one for her? I do not. No, you're just here for the entertainment part of this. Yeah, okay. He, lo- he loves to see me sweat this yes. one. Well, yeah, Last so you
2: 16 years of my life, yeah. loves to see me sweat and make fun of me.
0: So when she goes through this, yeah, add in your commentary of what you think her inner monologue is when some of these come (laughs) out because you're very good at that. Lizzie, I don't know the three of us are super tight and close, so this isn't weird for any of us at all. All right, second one. Red zone.
2: Oh. I want to say sports term.
0: (laughs) I have your final answer. Final answer. Okay, yes, sports term it is. (laughs) Because again, (laughs) Oh. (laughs) The next one. That's Well, you're going to like this one. Horse collar.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh, God. I feel like this is a trick. I want to say sexual position.
0: (laughs) That would be the first wrong for the wife. Okay,
2: I need to know what kind of sports term this means because... (laughs)
1: Just grabbing somebody from the their back and pulling them backwards.
0: It's a football tackle. I mean, it's it. illegal.
2: It could go okay, either way, am I right though?
0: It could. <laughs> it could, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, is it comp- not completely off, right?
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's out there. But it, it's a, it is a sports term. Yes. All right, next. And, you, and it's an illegal tackle. That that's throw that out there okay
1: I have one go ahead and it's any sport right this is all sports yeah all sports
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm
2: afraid just by the left
0: (laughs) that means it's
1: (laughs) bobsledding
2: well I know that's like an Olympic sport where they like I remember that movie Cool Runnings Mm -hmm. but I can say it's a sport right or do you mean like a sports like position well it's a sport it boss a, sledding.
0: it is a sport
2: but i feel like people also use it as a sexual position <laughs>
0: <laughs> you would be correct on that it is both it's both it's both <laughs> okay and we're not just to keep it you know relatively family friendly i'm not reading the description but you can find it on urban dictionary and type it <laughs> <laughs> fantastic all right. I'm going to do the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked
1: at all of Bob's All
0: right. Okay. Well, there's going to be a lot of editing on this, this week. <laughs> the, can, <laughs> the Canadian porch swing.
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm gonna go sexual position. All right, you will,
0: you're correct on that one. Oh man,
2: I'm doing pretty well considering.
0: Yeah, I would say yeah. You probably only got one, one wrong, wrong so far. Pretty good. Yeah. All right. continue. All right. All right. Next one is bull rush.
2: Mm-hmm. Bull rush. I want to say, I feel like I've heard that when I'm forced to be in the room when sports are on. I want to say it's a football term and I've heard them say, oh, that's a foul for that bull rush. <laughs> Am I right?
0: Uh, you're right that it's a sports term, but that is not a foul. So.
2: <laughs> is it for football?
0: It is a football term, yes. Oh, well correct. Right
2: is it a good thing
0: it's a it's a technique that the defensive players in football used to get past the offensive lineman oh push so you them want to away. be a bull rusher yeah essentially okay <laughs> <You did. laughs> oh, man. all right do you, you got one or you want me to go with the next uh, one uh, okay. yeah all right milwaukee blizzard
2: feel like that's a sports team.
0: You would be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the sexual term? It is a sexual term.
2: Oh, my God. What's that one mean?
0: I, you not We'll talk about that offline. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. this is. Doesn't that
2: sound like a name of a sports team though, Milwaukee Blizzard?
0: I mean, if the NHL ever got a a team (laughs) in Milwaukee, you do not want to name it.
2: (laughs) But like, does you know what I mean? Like, it sounds like it's like catchy. Like, skating onto the rink is the Milwaukee Blizzard. Right.
0: Exactly. Very uh, comparative to the Avalanche. Exactly. So I could see how she would have thought that. Mississippi bird bath.
2: Big sexy looks like he doesn't know. Sports term.
0: Wrong. Oh, Dan!
2: I thought you tricked me. (laughs) I did not
0: trick you. All right. Man, this could really go
2: either way. Am I right?
0: Yeah. That's that's why we're taking a. Person who doesn't know much about sports, like mm-hmm. you, and going through all this. All right. Spicy gringo.
2: Sexual term. Yeah, correct. There's no sports term that would be spicy gringo. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like that's maybe, maybe, in base,
0: <laughs> maybe in baseball. Maybe, yeah. He plays possibly. for the New No, <laughs> nah,
2: I pay attention in baseball. I would have known that.
0: All right, I only got a few more. here. Flying V. That's a sports term. Oh, damn. And I know exactly
2: what that is. What is that? Oh, that's from Mighty Ducks, the movie, when they were like, ducks, ducks, and the flying V was like the major, the big thing. I watched that Mighty Ducks, all of them.
0: Ooh, I remember me. it from that. You surprised me <laughs> every day.
2: I didn't remember it. The only thing I care about in ice hockey is the fight. So I wouldn't have remembered it from <laughs> an actual ice hockey game,
0: right. but I remember it from Mighty Ducks.
2: Heck yeah. All Classic right. movie.
0: This one you might, this could go either way. The Unicorn.
2: Oh, damn. That could go either way. I'm going to go sexual position Yeah, or sexual term, sexual term. Yes, you're correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have to urban dictionary these later.
0: Yeah. You, you, def- the land shark.
2: I'm going sports term.
0: You would be wrong.
2: Oh man.
0: <laughs> I'm go- I'm going beer.
2: Yeah. That's a beer. There's also a
0: beer. Yes. But uh, According to the internet, it's also a sexual term. <laughs> I <laughs> would have Jimmy really Buffett. thought
2: that one was. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Buffett. Buffett,
0: <laughs> <Well, when laughs> fans to the left, I, All right, the left. Everybody can look at the description of the land shark and it all fits uh. together. <laughs> the annexation of Puerto Rico. Uh,
2: I feel like that's weird for either. Is an option neither? No. <sighs> I'm going sports term.
0: You, you had me thinking that you were going to go the opposite way, but I'm yes, wrong. it is a sport. No, it is a oh, sports right. term. You're it's, what sport? It's from the movie Little Giants. Oh, I it's watched that It's the play that, that they run
2: yeah. <laughs> Man, with I Ice Fox. I lo- with I Ice Fox. Love box. that yeah. movie. Classic. Another classic.
0: Oh, where where he tackles her and she's like no ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: man I should have known yeah. that one well maybe I, I subconsciously did know that maybe
0: you did but you, you didn't answer them. I couldn't remember it at all um,
2: you were unclear yourself huh yeah. admit it was... there's some of these you two don't know uh well
0: either I wouldn't have known some of them if I hadn't looked them up beforehand
2: so. okay <laughs> I'm doing pretty well you now. are let
0: will do a couple more you guys
2: should be proud of me yes okay. I am
0: proud of you <laughs> I just had one and it's escaping me. Oh. The hidden ball trick.
2: Ah jeez. Ah shit. This could go either way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Both? <laughs> <laughs> so, so many sports have balls yes. and they like hide them. That's true. And then you know, in sexual terms, there's balls I that I don't really know Whatever. why somebody <laughs> would hide them, but
0: pick I, one or the other. You got to pick oh, one or the it other. It can't
2: be both.
0: Pick one or the other.
2: Oh damn! In your gut, I'm going sports term.
0: You are. Correct. It's a baseball term. <laughs> it's baseball. Why are they
2: hiding the ball?
0: Uh, so, Try
1: to a guy pretends to, to throw the ball so the guy tries to take a base and then you just tag him out. So you he pretends to off throw the base. it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh. That one almost got mm. you, huh? Yeah. All right, we'll finish up here with...
2: Give me one uh, more.
0: No, uh, I'm making I'm a good one. Hit me with your best shot. The best that one. Was, <laughs>
1: that was a good one, I thought that, that was, was hard.
0: All right. The hickory switch. Huh. <laughs>
2: I'm going sports term.
0: You would be wrong with
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Well, oh, I got an Urban Dictionary that one too. Yes. That was a tricky
0: one. Yeah. but That overall, sounded like it would
2: be a sports play. It like, could hey, be. Hey, hey, team, gather around. Yeah. Right now we're going to do the hickory switch. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> it could do, if you hear Brady in the huddle calling for a hickory switch on two, then you know something <laughs> going on. <laughs> well, you didn't do terribly. I'm proud of no. you. That was a good, uh, good showing.
2: Maybe one time we can say uh, we can play sports player or – porn star okay. <laughs> just kidding
1: but
2: <laughs> yeah. that'd probably be a
0: pretty that would be too. a good one too yeah yeah, yeah we can so do that look at me all.
2: giving you ideas for your show
0: you're welcome well, thank you wife we appreciate you jumping on providing some entertaining content
2: okay
0: right, we're gonna take a break we'll be right back so as as we're recording this it is halftime of the Dallas Houston game, and the score is eighty-five to seventy-five. So, if that's any indication of how the rest of these bubble games are going, that the, you said the Blazers and uh, the Grizzlies had a one hundred and forty to one hundred and thirty-five game. I feel like a lot like of these games are going to be no defense, just no defense to sh- shoot the three and see what happens, which gives me. A little bit of uh, a soft spot in my my heart for the Warriors to not be a part of this, even though that you know they had a bad year leading up to it. They weren't going to make the playoffs; they were in no contention. But had they I have been, zero, had zero soft <laughs> spot for that. Yeah, it would have been fun to see them down there in the mix, though. You always need somebody to root against, and they're an easy team to root against. I could just root against Boston. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Milwaukee actually had Milwaukee beat them tonight. So they Milwaukee continue their beat them dominance.
1: Jason, Jason Tatum didn't even show up.
0: Nah. He had like, what, five points? No, nah, that wasn't, I mean, I don't know what his line was, but Giannis was insane. So I think we're on the track for a Milwaukee Lakers finals in the bubble based on everything we've seen for the first two days. But a lot can change, but th- that is my – that has been my prediction since we started talking about this is the Bucks and the Lakers. And, you know, the, it's hard to see any other team really having anything to prove except those two teams because I feel like LeBron – and to an extent I think Giannis wants to prove, okay, you give us, you know, four-month shutdown, we're going to come back and we're going to dominate this and leave no question about it. And I think that's a lot of the motivation that a lot of these teams have who are competitive is, you know, let's leave no doubt if we were going to be a favorite beforehand, let's continue it and let's leave no doubt that there's no asterisk on this championship. So I'm looking forward to, by the time the weekend is over, the NHL to, to be back to see how those games are played and to see how baseball handles everything. And if by the time we're talking next week, if baseball even has a season still going on, so it'll be interesting to see um anything you're looking forward to
1: no right now i'm looking at this uh <laughs> apparently some camera got pretty close backstage and russell westbrook i guess just put his clothes on turns around and the camera's is this guy is just like staring at him and russ is just
0: <laughs> not not social distancing? Not
1: he no he's not having it. No, the guy is like it looks like the guy's up on on something like a ledge or something and mm-hmm. trying to like catch him. But how did you get backstage like that, bro?
0: Yeah, I didn't think any of the media was allowed back uh, at a certain point in the locker room.
1: <laughs> See the angle? Oh uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, he's definitely I mean on if like a second
1: floor looking
0: down that is a, yeah that's going to that's that's be that's going to be that's going to be the next big meme that comes along in the next day and yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, probably right. already starting now uh, but yeah I mean sports are back in full effect this is what the comment section was been, been waiting for and we're excited that you know the NFL training camp going on and all our sports are coming back so We have a lot to talk about, I'm sure, in the next week. I'm sure it'll be another busy week, and we'll talk to you all then. Take care. Peace.